This is Saturday, February 5th. Do you know what an escape room is? It is a room or space with doors or locks that can only be opened by solving puzzles. The first escape room was created by a publishing company called Scrap in Kyoto, Japan in July of 2007. The five to six player game was performed in a single room at first, but now Scrap has become known for its real escape game event, which sometimes hosts thousands of players in a large shared space. Since their beginnings in 2007, escape rooms have become an international phenomenon, and now they can be found in 60 countries all over the world. As we're reading the book of Ecclesiastes, we get the feeling we're in a gigantic escape room. It's true, ours is big, our earth is large for sure, but it's a closed space. We hear our teacher speak of all of life under the sun, in this enclosed space in which we live in our world. And our teacher, he's trying to solve a puzzle to somehow unlock the room. His reward is meaning in life and happiness, and perhaps eternal life as well. Here's, part, here's our text for today. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 6 to 8. Remember him, that's God, before the silver cord is severed and the golden bowl is broken, before the pitcher is shattered at the spring and the wheel broken at the well, and the dust returns to the ground where it came from, and the spirit returns to the God who gave it. Meaningless, meaningless, says the teacher, everything is meaningless. Now in this short book, our teacher is brought to the brink. It's not just that he must find his way out of the escape room. He knows that he, he not only he only has so much time to do so, and he feels like time is running out. You know, escape rooms work that way. I didn't mention that, but when you and your team are put into escape room and told you need to find your way out, you're given a timer. And so you feel the urgency to solve the puzzles and complete the tasks. You know the clock is ticking. And this is how we feel in our world. Actually, those terms our teacher uses, the silver cord is severed, the golden bowl is broken, the pitcher is shattered at the spring, and so on at the well. These are the signs that time is running out. Our teacher can feel age coming on, and he knows he doesn't have forever. Now, one other thing I didn't tell you about escape room is that in an escape room experience, you are actually put into a story. It's technically called LARPing, L-A-R-P, LARPing, which means live action role playing. Yes, you play a part in a greater story. And this is what we need to get from the book of Ecclesiastes. We are living in the midst of God's story. We feel trapped because we've been cut off from God. Life under the sun has been severed from life with God and the awareness of eternity. And this is why we feel trapped. It's why we long for eternal life. We are not made for death, but for life. And it's also why death is such a shock to our system. I think this whenever I conduct a funeral. Death is an intruder, a robber. 
And God didn't make us for that. God made us for life. This is why in the face of death, everything seems meaningless to our teacher. Time for him is just another word for death. And so what are we to do with this scripture? We're stuck in the escape room. We cannot get out. And our clock is ticking. We cannot, as our teacher has shown us, solve the puzzle of life. The good news is that someone has come to to rescue us. Someone not from our world. Jesus entered our world, lived life under the sun to bring us home. He lived through the frustration that we feel with time we know so well. Here's what Romans says in chapter 5, verse 6 to 8. You see, at just the right time when we were powerless, stuck in this escape room, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person, someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Yes, it was just in the nick of time. The clock is ticking on humanity. And this is when Jesus came. The pitcher was shattered, the wheel broken. And this is the way we come to experience the loving rescue of God. Jesus didn't do this because we deserved it, because we were worthy of his death. He did this out of pure love. So imagine now you will escape safely. You're going to be okay and better than okay because you know you are his. He has loved you and made you to feel secure. I remember talking with my son Andrew after he and his wife escaped from one of those escape rooms with some friend, escape rooms with some friends. On occasion, they would go with these friends on a Saturday for the fun of working together and solving puzzles. He was thrilled. His face was glowing that they'd figured it out in time. There was the exhilaration of success and freedom. And I think this, and even more, is what we feel and experience when we learn that Jesus has secured a place for us with him forever. I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, so that you may know that you have eternal life. That's 1 John 5.13. Yes, there's a joy of knowing that there is more than working and trying to get through another day. There is a peace in knowing that Jesus has secured a place for us to be with him. Our lives change then. We change. Our fears melt away in the context of God's unfailing love. We're going to be okay. Our death is not the end. Because of the resurrection of Jesus, the Apostle Paul even pokes at death. Death, where is your sting? Grave, what happened to your victory? Our victory is in Jesus. And then we begin to ask, how will we live when we know we have life? On Sunday, I mentioned C.S. Lewis. He was asked what his final thought would be if he saw an atomic bomb falling straight toward him. He said he would look up, stick out his tongue at it and say, Pooh, you're only an atomic bomb. I'm an immortal soul. Talk about escaping from the escape room. The love of Jesus, the resurrection of Jesus opens the way to a life that is more than under the sun. It is a life stretching toward an unlimited horizon. Yes, know the grace of Jesus. Knowing this and the plan of God frees us from the trap of our fears. 
And this is how we come to live in the world of time, with peace and joy and purpose. Let's pray. Holy and gracious God, we rejoice that you are all-knowing and all-powerful. Remind us each day that our our times are in your hands. Give us joy for as many days as you provide to us. And this time, may it be a preparation for all that Jesus has in store for us. For in his name we pray. Amen.